Hi, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Joe. And I'm Tony. And we are talking with Fred. And today we're talking with Fred about Proverbs, the first chapter, first three verses, and we'll just read them. This is from the NIV, and it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right, just, and fair. Tony, what do you think righteousness and justice and fairness is all about? Thank you, Joe. Well, you know, with um, thinking about the three, I thought it was uh, really cool that you know you have three words here that are very important to us. And thinking about it and looking them up and stuff, you know, I could see that there's a connection with the three and that you can't have one without the other. And I think it's just really cool. I mean, having a right form of mind, uh, trying to keep things. So you don't think you can be righteous and, and, and just without, without them having a connection in your life? No. I Why? don't think you can separate three. Why? I think it's a frame of mind in a nutshell. Um, kind of like being complete. Okay. When when you're complete in mind, body, and soul, you're having that perfect mindset, you can't separate the three. But why why couldn't you be a person who is very unrighteous, lives a very immoral life, for example, but then does the right things? Couldn't you do that? No. It's a tough one sometimes to say, but, you know, um, when I look at it, and you're trying to be righteous and just, but then you're trying to be fair with things, you kind of, uh, you step over a boundary. And when you try, when you step over a boundary, I think personally, you kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, you step over some morals. And the things that we believe in, it's just... You can't really do that because then you speak again. You kind of, um, yeah, you just go against it. So you think that that if you're if you're righteous, then you will automatically be just, or if you're just, you will automatically be righteous. With God's help, yes, I believe so. I believe those things come hand in hand, and God will give you a, a way to to look at things the way He does. Because he's a righteous God. He is the way to do things. So I think, you know, with his way, we have a mindset to be righteous, justice, and fair. I think that, I think righteousness, I think if, if you're going to be righteous, I think it, it, it has to start with uh, a, a, a general attitude of humbleness in your life. I think, I think you have to, you have to, to have a life based on an idea of being humble. It's an in interesting the, point. In the sense that you you have to acknowledge that there is something bigger than myself. That that there is something that is greater than myself, more powerful than myself. There are circumstances that are beyond my control. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't control things in in my life that are beyond my control. 
And so I think the, the only way you can, you can begin to, 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 to work or understand righteousness is from a position of humbleness. And, and humbleness for me is not based on a, a, uh, an acquiring of something great, like, for example, a, a financial gain or a good job. Or a, humbleness for me comes from the fact that I realize that as good as I think I can be and as hard as I work toward it, I am aware that the light lies before me, but the darkness is very close behind me. And it's, fact, it's the fact that darkness is behind me and so close to overtake me that keeps me humble and keeps me focused on moving forward. Because if I don't move forward, I'll be engulfed in the darkness, and I don't want to go back there. Yeah, that's 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 actually um, that's that's a really good point because um, I think with now knowing that nothing is new in the world as a whole, and the things that people deal with on a daily basis is, I mean, like nothing's new under the sun. Obviously, you know. Sometimes the question can come about is, is it easier in today's world to fall into that darkness being that we have so much at our fingertips right away, that things are happening just like that at a finger snap? And I can't overly speak for the past, but I know with things today, being a generation of the digital era and stuff like that, it's easy to hide yourself somewhere, act a certain way, proclaim something, and then still hide in the darkness. Well, I think that I think in our, the times we live in, I think it's easier for us to be arrogant than ever before because we have so much information at our fingertips. We have so much access to everything at our, at, at our fingertips that, that we, we have a tendency to to think that that we really we've gotten to a place where you know we are beginning to understand a lot of things and and it just it just amazes me that that for example in, in the area of science that that every week it seems that they have discovered something new and that to me is just a a, a, a proving of the point that we don't know everything that there is something greater than ourselves and that if we want to continue to move forward in that, we have to be aware or conscious of the fact that I don't want to fall back into something that would take that from me. Yeah. So, so in, 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 in other words, in the only way that, that the, the way that I can do that is to be aware of what I am listening to in life, because what I'm listening to in life will determine. Yeah. You fill your heart up with something right. and that's what you tend to spew out. Exactly. And that, and that, because faith point. comes from hearing, and yeah. hearing comes from the Word of God. On the day of Pentecost, they heard a mighty wind. Then they saw the fire. Then they spoke in tongues. And I think that model is a model that God uses again and again and again to, to remind us that what, that what drives our sense of righteousness, what drives our sense of justice, what drives our sense of fairness is what we're listening to. That's interesting. And especially being that people are very quick to throw their opinion and throw their 
facts at the uh, subject at hand, I think, and therefore what I think is factual. And, um, you know, as thinking about righteous and just and, you know, being right, one of the things I think about is something called like my truth and part of that. And I've heard that term several times in the last couple of years, my truth. What is my truth? And when I'm thinking like righteousness and you're talking about being humble is when we're looking at my truth, I'm thinking for myself. I'm only thinking about what is going to benefit me, what I want in a selfish attitude. Whereas when you're talking about humbling yourself, I'm thinking, you know, you're right. There is something greater there in this life. There is something much greater. And when I step back and allow, for example, I let God be God and I trust in him and I can turn around and just let him do what he needs to. He can teach me the right path. Yeah, I agree. And I think that. And that's what I think the truth comes in with him. Yeah. And I don't think you can. I don't think you can do any of that. I don't think you can listen unless you're humble. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just you're just giving time to someone else's opinion or something. But you have to have something in your life. As the scripture says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord, Mm -hmm. that you have something that say that says this is my. This is my perimeter. This is my this is my guideline. Yeah. This is my start point. This is what I'm going to listen to. Yeah. And then I'm going to to work out um what I am experiencing in the situations that I am because the uh, another part of righteousness and 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 being right in my mind and in my and in my actions and in my heart also has to do with the fact that it takes time. It takes process. Nobody is born with, with, with truth. I mean, it, yeah. that's something that's acquired as, yeah. as Proverbs is talking about. This was written for our instruction. Yeah. It's written for our, to guide us in the way right, that to guide us, us into, to God's in a, righteousness. Exactly. And so yeah. I think that, that you have to understand that it's a process and processes can only function in our life if we realize that a process leads us to the future. A process leads us toward a horizon. Yeah. Right? I mean, processes will never move you backwards. Yeah. You want to move forward. You're not the same person you were yesterday because time moves forward. Um, Yeah. And so so I think that that to be righteous, to be righteous, you you have to be able to listen. And to be able to listen, you have to be humble. And to so be what James humble, points out. yeah. And you, if you be, if you're going to be humble, then you have to realize that it takes time and it's a process and it's something that that we acquire over time. And it all, that also means that I don't have it all, so I need yeah. other people around me to to talk about things, to guide me, to to discuss with me, to debate with me, to argue with me, whatever whatever that is, to help that process. Yeah, and I th- and I. It, and with saying that, with debating, it makes you really search the facts. Mm. What is the truth behind in this? Where is God leading us in this manner of whatever topic you hold into? Yeah. What do you and think the difference between righteousness and justice is? The difference between the two? Yeah. Yeah, that one... Uh, 
righteousness, when I think of righteousness, you know, I'm thinking about the right way of thinking. Mm. And justice, when you're talking about justice, you're having something that... Um, Yeah, that one I never really <laughs> thought about, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, but I, th- I think I think part of it has to do with the fact that righteousness, like you're saying, has to do with with the right way um, to having the right way, to mm-hmm. having the right journey, to having the right process. Yeah, um, and that has to do with me. That's kind of that's kind of my my rightness. That has to do. I can only decide my rightness. Someone can't decide for me what is right. I have to yeah. discover. That's one of the reasons that we all have to to <clears throat> repent yeah. and accept Christ as a Savior because we all have our own process, and it's our process. So yeah. so righteousness has to do with, with me, whereas justice has to do with my actions toward others. So justice, for me, um, is something that, 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 that has to do with my actions. It, okay. It's something that, that, that is a consequence or a result of my righteousness. What I think is right yeah. is going to determine how I treat other people. What I think is true, what I think is fair, what I think is correct yeah. is going to determine the way I treat other people. And that springs forth with, from me. It's not, in, in my opinion, your <clears throat> justice is dependent on your righteousness. And so, so you can't separate the two because your righteousness is going to determine your justice. You can't yeah. say, oh, I'm going to live this life. But then live a different life on the side. But then I'm going to act in a different way, right? Yeah. I'm, going to be, I'm going to be really holy Sunday morning, and be then I'm going jerk. to live like hell the rest of the week. Yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. So, so justice for me is, is your actions, right? It, it's, yeah. uh, it's what, and it, to me, it's... it's, it's a simple question or it's a simple thing to find out because your justice in life is, is what you're passionate about. I mean, you don't have to do anything more than ask people uh, about their politics before they get really uptight. Right. I yeah. mean, they really that's a sore subject right. with a lot of people because, yeah. because it's a passionate subject, yeah. right? Love is a passionate, passionate, passionate subject. Um, your favorite sports team is a sport is a passionate subject. Yeah. These are things that are passionate, right? I mean, they, yeah. it's, it's almost as if they explode out of us beyond control, right? I mean, yeah, if sometimes you get a, we speak before we think. Yeah. If you get a liberal and a conservative, yeah. you're going to have a wild discussion, right? Yeah. That's always because, an interesting one. Because it's, it just comes forth. It springs forth from you. Um, it's something that you, that you bite into that you will not give up. Right. That, that is, that is determining how you are going to treat the world, right? By what you think is right, then you're going to act justly based on that. Joe, when you're saying what you think is right, now going back to what I, just to go back a little bit, what I was saying with my truth, when you're talking about your truth, when you're saying what I'm searching for, what is right, you're not just saying what is your truth. You're talking about what is the truth, correct? Yeah, well, that's a very, um, that's a difficult question because, 
I mean, even even if even if you discuss things among people that believe, people are going to read the same verse, see something and have different, different interpretations, right? Right. So, so that's one of the things that you have to you have to say. I'm going to let this be my guideline, my start point, okay. and then I have to work out um, what I think based on who I am as to what that truth's going to be. I mean, you know, that's why people can can live almost any type of life they want to and justify it through scripture. Because you can always, you know, pick something over here and pick something over here and put it together and and get permission, quote unquote, to, to live however you want to. And that's a but, shame. Well, it's a shame in the sense that there's no humbleness in that. If you're doing no. that, you're just trying you're to use it. your own. Yeah. Yeah, to you, get your own gain. Exactly. And that's Whereas where, if you're humble, you have, to, you have to acknowledge the fact that maybe there's something that I have to sacrifice. Yeah. Maybe there's something I have to give up, right? Yeah, where it, may, where it really truly connects the three. Yeah. Where people are trying to say, no, So if I I'm can truly live. going to be passionate about something, right? Yeah. Have, to me, a big part of being passionate about something is also allowing another person to be passionate about something. Yeah. So in other words, if, if, if I have a certain, for example, a certain political outlook, if I'm a conservative political person, then for me, the only way that I could be just in that is to accept the possibility that there could be a passionate liberal point of view right. on the same subject. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the big things that we fight with today, you know, because oh, I see it a lot this, on the news media. Yeah. And you get this idea that you can't be a Christian and be liberal, for example. Yeah. That's the big one. You know, can can you be can you be a Christian and be a socialist? Yes. Of course you can. Of course you can. If you will, in your own heart, allow, allow it. it. Yeah. And if you won't allow it. Yeah. Then you're going to be antagonistic. You're going to be. Well, you shut your, you shut your own mind off right. to the possibility of something great. Right. Because, I mean, for example, politically speaking, you and I are on two different ends. Mm. But that doesn't mean that we don't get along. It doesn't mean that our opinions don't matter. Well, we, agree, we can agree, we can disagree, and we can find a very common ground and learn from one another. But I think that, uh, you know, I think, I think that you come back to the— to the point of being humble, that, that if you're going to be humble, then you have to give the other person the right to be there. And, and yeah. I, I don't think we can, as believing Christians, have another point of view because we believe that we are all created by God yeah. um, in His image and that we are all equal before His face. Exactly. And if that's true, then I've got, then that demands of me to give another person from another point of view the right to have that point of view. Exactly. Uh, I mean, if I believe that Christ, that Jesus Christ died for all, then, then he died also, for all. Yeah, right. He and died so for I have the person to who's let on everyone the be all. Side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I think that that's, that that's a big part of being just. Yeah. Uh, to be righteous, to be holy, to be humble, will then determine my action of justice in allowing another person to be who they are, whether I agree with them or not. Exactly. Whether I agree with their beliefs or not. Or yeah, because you can see it a lot online. Like, I, I'm a media guy. I like looking through things online. I'll read an article here and there about, you know, something. 
And a lot of times I look immediately to the uh, comment sections on what people have to say. And you'll have most everyone who's agreeing with what's happening in the article or video. And then you have those few that come in and have their own point of view that's, that differs from the majority. And then usually the comments after that are people bashing and throwing their own opinion and trying to bully their way into making the other one feel well i think that, that yeah and i think that that goes to the heart of the discussion of justice because your justice is is where you live it's who you are right you think you're right obviously yeah right i mean nobody has ever nobody has ever you know come out and said i think i'm wrong on everything we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to tell you just how wrong I am. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, first of all, if, if you think you're always right or, or you are always right from your own opinion, then that's who you are. And that's not a bad thing. Okay. What we, what, what we have to understand is from my dwelling place, from my position on a subject— I can use it for good or evil. That's, I can that's use it wisely, point. unwisely, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And so, so what you see a lot of times is someone will have an opinion, this is right, and everybody else is wrong. And so then you, you, you build a fortress around your, yourself and you begin to go to war. And that's never been, that's never been the purpose of no. salvation or of God or holiness. It's always from a point of love that God calls us out of darkness into light and everyone has that opportunity. And so you have to, you have to realize and you have to be aware of the fact that your point of view, where it, it, even though it's, it's right for you, it can also be used for, 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 for good, but it can also be used for bad. And you have to be aware of that. Yeah. The the attitude of the the tongue is like a double edged sword. Exactly. You're either gonna cut someone or you're gonna build someone up. Well, yeah, and and I can use I can use my convictions to really make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I remember having a conversation, for example, about um, and this can be sometimes a sensitive subject, especially in the United States, with drinking, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and one man, he was, he's a recovered alcoholic, hadn't drunk for years. And so born again, saved everything. But when you talk to him about drinking, for example, everything that came out of his mouth when he used scripture was to bash it down. Mm. And it didn't matter what you say, he was going to be right about it. And even if you say, well, you have your opinion and you quote the scripture to back it up. Like you said, he went to war mm. about it. And that was his conviction to bring it down, putting it on someone else, saying yeah, you're wrong. It, right. Because that's where we use it. You know, we use it for selfish motives, that we use it to justify ourselves and our own actions instead of accepting the fact that that true justice comes from a from a righteous point of view and that righteous point of view comes from from a a, a humbleness of what we've heard and Mm -hmm. what we what we listen to yeah so because because the other side of you know another angle of that is that 
you can you can you can totally accept that you know you you enjoy uh, a, a glass of wine to dinner or whatever, and then what do you do if you meet a friend who has a problem with it? Do you say no? This is what I like to do, and this is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. You you just have to deal with it, or do you say okay? Even there's nothing the wrong with this. Yeah. This is okay, um, but I'm going to respect him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him that respect because I don't believe that respect can be demanded. I think that respect has to be given. Well, that's part of being, I think, with equalness and fairness. Yeah, and I think there, there's where you then say, no, I will, I will uh, yield to him. I will bow to him, and I will give him the support that he needs yeah, that's what I was just thinking about to, that, to, you know, to, to not go down that yeah. that way. And that's what I think true justice is. Yeah, it's that like it's not Paul what I say, demand, but it's yeah, what I give. Like what Paul says, if eating meat is going to offend my brother, then yeah. I'm not going to do it in front of him. Right. And because have you have to you have to also realize that that whatever you think is just right, mm-hmm. what you think is just. And the justice that you have in your life is also what you're going to be pa- passionate about. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can listen to to both sides of, of the political spectrum, and and you just get eventually you know, you're going to dog headed people yeah. that just won't give in because yeah. they're very passionate about that. Yeah, exactly. So, but you have to realize that yeah, that's a natural consequence of justice and righteousness. And so, so what I have to what I think is important is that I realize that my righteousness and justice in my life is used to further the kingdom, to better those around me. Yeah. And the only way I can do that is if you is humble to, yourself. Is to, yeah, is to be humble. Yeah. And to accept people where they're at. Yeah, in not their situation. everyone is me. Not everyone is going to think like me. Not everyone's going to act like me. Right. And so I need to be able to meet in some common ground to be able to function in this world. Yeah, because the sense of fairness that you have in life is going to be the beginning of everything for you, but it's also going to be the end of everything for you. Yeah. Because if you feel like, okay, I am treating this person fairly, but this person is not treating me fairly. So there is that going to be the end of it? Yeah. Or or am I going to 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 try to understand the situation or 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 work with it or whatever? We have to understand that 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 our sense of fairness. We, we, it will start something, but it'll also end something. Yeah, because it's easy to jump into, for example, uh, like my wife and I would talk every once in a while, like, you know, life doesn't always have to be fair. And it's easy to jump into that victim mentality if you're not careful. And as we, as you see these three are connected, then you start losing that humble attitude and that righteousness way of thinking and then you start justifying everything that's the victim mentality. Right. And, I mean, I've been there, and it's tough sometimes when you got to try and get your mind out of it and think a different way. And especially when you truly think two different ways. Especially when you can be like two polar opposites. Well, it's the same thing, but still. Well, you know. opposites attract, right? Yeah. And so you have to sharpen each other. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, exactly. You have to say, well, is that good or bad? Well, well, you can't just say it's bad because we can we can see that opposites attract. 
Yeah, that's and true. And so we have to. We our our assumption then has to be. Well, then this must be something good, that maybe right. God created us this way, to right. to, to accept the fact that there are differences. Yeah, and it, it it's the acceptance of the other party that makes us great. And that's what sharpens our way of yeah. thinking, and, and and truly gives you a broader perspective, right? Of I life, mean, and in anything, you know, in a society, we as a society are only as good as our weakest person. We're not we're not judged by our greatest. We're judged by our least. Which and is the why least like, among example, us are yeah. the most important. And that's also in, 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 in personal relationships. When we meet another person, it's not what we are in agreement with, but it's what are we struggling with. That will determine our relationship. That will determine our friendship. Mm-hmm. Can we share what we're struggling with? You know, it, it, it's the point of if I can find that person that i can share my weakness with yeah then that's where i'm going to be strong because that's where i'll find grace yeah right and so it's not that we can come together and we can share everything we agree with no that's not the point is righteousness and justice from the point of view of 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 humbleness of listening of being aware of of those around me also makes me aware of what is the least, what is the the need, right? And that's what will determine the greatness of any relationship. I mean, when when you when you get married, it's not it's not it's what not we're all in agreement with. And butterflies, right, yeah. right. Your discussions not are not going to be all the things we've done right. Yeah, it's it's okay. This is this is irritating me, or I don't agree with this, or yeah. you know, how are we going to raise the kids, or how are we going to do this, or. One of those what, things what, where whatever, yeah, you right? play the game of we, uh, my uh, my wife and I we call it the one billion question game. Yeah, because you start learning each other. Right, and it's those and like you, and you, said, you those learn another person you, by knowing who they are. Yeah, and what they're struggling with. Yeah, because we all struggle with something. Yeah. So 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 you know if I can if I know a person and I, I think that's one of the big differences between being a an acquaintance and being a friend because acquaintance acquaintances. Those are people that you just agree with, get along with. Yeah, you just laugh with, have a good time. Can use at some level, yeah. uh, maybe even disagree with, but can yeah. get some benefit out of or whatever. People that and I know, people that life. I... Yeah. You know, but a friend is someone that I am willing to humble myself over to, or toward. A person I am willing to listen to. A person I am willing to share my weakness, yeah. but also hear their weakness. Yeah. And, and be able to that, take that criticism right. back when, uh, and join when them on their journey and their yeah, process as they join to you. try to find out a way through this. Yeah, and we 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 through faith we believe that God makes a way. Yeah. We have to find that way, and so we do it together, and so that then makes that justifies me, that brings justice to my life, because that's what makes me passionate, and that's and it what makes you makes humble me. too because yeah. you get to. You truly put yourself in that low way like uh, what Jesus did when he took his clothes off and put himself in a servant's attitude. Right. So we need instruction Mm -hmm. in the way of life so that we can understand what justice and what righteousness and fairness is all about. Exactly. 
All right. Thanks a lot, Tony. This will end our podcast for this time, and we will look forward to meeting you on our next podcast.